Okay, welcome to Bandit's Keep. I am Daniel. It is day two of OSR October. I'm standing on my front porch here. I'm doing it rub style. <laughs> it's a beautiful day, beautiful fall day. There's a dog barking in the distance, so it's a little Jason style as well. And what I want to, part of OSR October, one of the things that bounced around as ideas was for us to share things that we think are great in the OSR or that inspired us. And I don't know if this person would claim it's an OSR thing, but I will. There's an article on the Alexandrian blog uh, called The Day Old School Died. I believe that's what it's called. I'll link it in the description. And what he discusses in this is the Palace of the Silver Princess. So I'm not going to go through the whole thing because I want you to read the, the article, but I will talk a little bit about it. Uh, Palace of the Silver Princess is the uh, legendary module that was created and then pulled immediately after it was printed. Uh, there's rumors as to why. Um, you can get a copy. I'll put a link if I can find the link again. You could, for a long time, get a copy for free on Watsi. They re-released it as like a history thing. And in any case, it got pulled and re-released with a green cover, which is the one that most people saw. I had it as a kid. It's a great module rewritten by... Uh, or partially rewritten by Tom Bolve. But what he talks about in his article is the design ideas and the, uh, the concepts behind the module, how they changed. And I think that this really highlights for me what I consider to be what is OSR to me. Not what is old school necessary, but what is OSR, which is this open world idea that it's a party or player driven story, emergent story, however you want to call it. And if you look at the orange version of Palaces of Princess, what you get is a, I think it's a hex map, but it's a map anyways, and an area map, an ancient ruin with rumors. And the only reason the player characters are going there is to get treasure. <laughs> you know, it's like there's no uh, big plot of saving the princess, which is what you get in the green version. The green version changes into uh, some kind of a force of law reaches out to the player characters to rescue the princess. And this place has been in, un, entranced in some spell for a few weeks anyways. And the player characters are going to go in there and there's all these people like frozen in time and they have to effectively rescue the princess by getting, I think you have to get the gem or something. Anyways, I don't want to give it away, but you've got a plan, you've got a mission, right? You got to go in there and, uh, and save the day. You are heroes on a mission hired or, uh, told or requested by somebody to do it, right? And we see a lot of adventures like this. We see a lot of adventures that people run like this. You know, somebody hires you to do this, somebody hires you to do this. But in the true kind of old school OD&D way of looking at things, which is kind of where I've been at late, lately, that's really not in the cards, you know? The, the idea that some of these older modules had was that here's a, an adventure site. Why do the players want to go there? Well, but they want to go there because they're adventurers, right? They're adventurers. They want to get treasure. They want to seek magic items. They want to become powerful. This is why they do it. They don't do it because somebody hired them necessarily. They don't do it because they're trying to save the day and be, you know, uh, the hero because the princess is captured. Maybe they do that, right? <laughs> I mean, obviously morals can come into these things, but the concepts of the module don't place that on you. You as the GM, uh, through use of rumors and through use of, you know, whatever else you want, you motivate the characters to go to the adventure and the, the, you know, effectively, and the players go for the reasons they go. Now, I ran this as an actual play. I'll put a link <laughs> if you want to watch an actual play. Uh, and what I ended up doing was a little different because I didn't use the area around it really. And what I did was I went through the rumor tables and those kind of things, and I gave all my players a reason to be there. I just told them. I was like, here's a character I made for you. Their reason to be there is this. 
And the reason why I did that is because when you're doing an actual play, <laughs> you know, I don't think I didn't think people wanted to sit there for you know a couple of sessions of actual play of just walking around the tavern and finding rumors and establishing connections and this and that. You want to get down to the meat of it, right? An actual play is not the same. And I've said this before, and some people on Anchor disagree, but running and playing in an actual play is not the same as playing at your table. You know, it's not the same as playing without an audience, at least not how, how I do it. So for me, that's what I did. And But anyways, to get back to that's a whole other podcast. The uh, point being here is that this old school way, this OD&D way, and, and the Alexandrian points out this is would have been, if it had been released in its original uh, format, it would have been kind of the closest thing to a, a, a mega dungeon start that TSR ever uh, put out in the way that it's described in OD&D. And I don't disagree with it. I think it's actually, if you look at what they tell you to do in OD&D to get yourself going, or even that Gygax 75 that Rayotis, 74 maybe, that, that Rayotis did. I can't remember if it's 74 or 75. I'll see if I can find the link to that. Um, even that, right? You are building up this area. You're building up rumors. You're building up a, a, you know, a, a town, whatever. That's what's in this module, right? The module is not, we are here to rescue the princess, at least not in its original format. But then something at TSR changed. And what's interesting about this is, to me anyways, is that both uh, forms are incredibly valid. I really liked the Palaces of a Princess as a kid. And I, you know, I bought it from eBay when I was an adult. And I really like it. But I ran the orange version when I had a chance to run something. Because I felt like that was more my style. And to me, that is the OSR that I like. The do-it-yourself, fill-in-the-blanks, here's a rough outline, OSR. When I go on to a forum, let's say, that's talking about old-school gaming, the ones I interact with and the ones I stick around with are ones where people are posting their ideas, their, their new random tables, their uh, you know, adventures they went on. I, you know, how, I, this is how I did this. This is a homebrew I did, whatever. Not the ones where it's a constant question. Uh, you know, where somebody's like, I read on page 72 of the rules this. How do you handle that? While I'm happy to help new people, I think that the spirit of the OSR is that you're looking at this book and you're like, well, it's unclear what should happen. So I'm just going to decide how it goes and do my own thing. And maybe that's something to talk about in a future podcast. But in any case, I will put a link to the things I talked about, hopefully, <laughs> in the description below. I will... Um, Oh, if you want to call in, which I would like you to call in with your ideas, read the article maybe and then call in about it. Or maybe you've played both versions of the, the game, the module, I should say. Uh, either way, uh, give me a call. You can use the uh, the website, the Anchor website to call in. I haven't set up anything else yet. Uh, or, or you could join my Discord, of course. Uh, I have a Discord now. I will put a link in the show notes. Join the Discord. Uh, join the conversation. A lot of people chatting over there, having a lot of fun. Maybe I'll make a room for OSR October. I don't know. I'm trying not to make too many rooms. We'll see. So join the Discord. Uh, come say hi. Give me a call. And I will be back on multiple times this month. I don't think I'll do every day. We'll see how, how many ideas I have. <laughs> In any case, I'll talk to you soon.